0: What's good everyone, Basket Bros here with another NBA-based podcast here today, and we got a great show for you guys coming up, we're about to talk about Kawhi Leonard trade destinations and who I think he will go to eventually, Kevin Love Trade Talks, where will he end up if he goes anywhere, WNBA players coming forward about the pay gap, free agency predictions, I got Isaiah, Jabari, and many other players, and we got LeBron and his new team out in LA, how's that looking for him? And uh, what's the first look out there in L.A.? Are we going to see a championship? We'll find out. So, first up, we're going to talk about probably, other than the LeBron whole destination situation, th- this Kawhi Leonard situation has to be one of the weirdest but most entertaining stories in NBA history. I mean, the guy sits out a whole year with a fake injury, saying his quad hurts. He's got a fake injury. And he's just sitting out, making $20 million a year. He's just sitting out because he wants to go to L.A. Okay. We're about to talk about the five destinations and a throw-in that hasn't been talked about but I think could work out based on what he's saying. So we got five teams here we're about to talk about here. First up, it's the most obvious team we got here. The Los Angeles Lakers. So, L.A., first team. And this seems like the perfect fit, obviously. He wants to go to L.A. He likes the Lakers. He said it. He wants to go to the Lakers. There has been some reports lately that he wants to not be in the, the shadow of LeBron. I don't know. I don't believe everything I see on the internet, though. <laughs> so, the Lakers... First destination, what do I think about it? I think it's great. You throw in Kawhi Leonard with LeBron James, I think that turns into the best duo in NBA history since Jordan and Pippen. I think it's that great. I think they can be that great. So Los Angeles, obviously, first on the board. That's where he wants to go. He's actually told teams that are trying to trade for him that he is going to go to L.A. Another Paul George situation... Hopefully for the team that's trading him, trading for him, I mean, because Paul George last summer was saying, I want to go to the Lakers. I want to go to the Lakers. He gets traded to OKC last summer. Now, this summer, his free agency, he re-signs with OKC the first day. I mean, that's got to be scary, Lakers fans. I wouldn't take Hawaii's word on him wanting to come to L.A., Because you guys all believed PG. And look what he did with you. That brings me to my second team. This team can become the best team in their conference with one trade move. And I think the 76ers can become the best team in the East with this one trade move. Kawhi Leonard to the Sixers. You put him in with Ben Simmons, J.J. Redick, Joel Embiid, and Dario Saric. And that team beats the Celtics any day. Any day. I'm taking that team over the Celtics any day. All they have to do is put a package together: Markel Fultz, a few draft picks, maybe, maybe throwing a Dario Saric. That's not going to hurt your team very much. But you're getting a Kawhi Leonard. He is a perfect player for Ben Simmons to fit into. Cause, so. The whole LeBron situation with the 76ers. This is why I didn't think it was going to work. How are Ben Simmons and LeBron going to play with each other? LeBron's not going to play off-ball. Kawhi Leonard will play off-ball. He played off-ball for the first three or four years of his career in San Antonio. He played off-ball. Last year was really the first year you saw Kawhi Leonard be a playmaker for his team. And I think he's a much better just catch-and-shoot spot-up shooter who can catch the ball, look into the paint, find an open guy. I think that's a perfect fit for the 76ers. 76ers need to pull the trigger on this trade. They are holding back on Markel Fultz. They don't want to trade Markel Fultz. 76ers, you need to trade Markel Fultz. Have you seen the guy shot? It's horrible. Looks like he's throwing up a brick. It brings me to my next team, Another team in the East that can easily win the East with this trade. I'm not taking them over the Celtics, but maybe an injury falls their way and they're they're the team in the East. And I'm going the Toronto Raptors. Here's the thing. With Toronto, they really don't have any guys they can give up to get Kawhi that won't affect that se- this upcoming season. They don't have a a Markel Fultz, a, a Jalen Brown, a, a Terry Rozier to give up, they got a lot of veterans in Ibaka, DeRozan, and Lowry, I mean, maybe you give up Anuobi, but really, are you going to give up Anuobi for Kawhi Leonard, is San Antonio going to do that, I really don't think so, but if you throw in Kawhi Leonard with DeRozan and Lowry, that's a really scary team in the East. That's a really scary team. Nothing to the, nothing against the Warriors. Any of these teams in the East that get Kawhi Leonard are not going to compete against the Warriors. It's just not going to happen. Maybe... No, it's just not going to happen. It brings me to my next team. And this team it seems to always be in the talks when there's a big player who wants a trade or there's a player that's on the trade market. It is the Boston Celtics. And the reason for that is... They have so many pieces. They have so many tradable assets that they can give up. In Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Terry Rozier, all the draft picks they have next year. They have three first-round draft picks next year. And they have many future firsts. They can give up a lot of picks for Kawhi Leonard. The thing is, the Spurs still want to win now. The Spurs are still confident that they can win now. So they want good players and less drafts draft picks which doesn't fall for the Celtics but I'm just gonna throw in Kawhi Leonard to the Celtics roster right here so I'm I'm thinking the Celtics would have to give up Jalen Brown Terry Rozier Marcus Morris and a first to get Kawhi Leonard that's what I'm thinking so if you're looking at the the lineup for next year you got Kyrie Irving Gordon Hayward Kawhi Leonard Al Horford And Robert Williams or Aaron Baines. You got either of those centers flipping in. And that team is scary. I think they bring the Warriors six games. I think they they go six. Maybe I give them seven. That team is scary. With the best coach in the NBA. Besides Pop. I'm not. The best coach. One of the best coaches. Got snubbed for coach of the year this year. That team takes Golden State far. Let's go to the next team I have. This is the team that's really starting to catch fire. The team that I believe Kawhi Leonard will end up. And I think he's going to the Clippers. I mean, it makes perfect sense. He's talking about he doesn't want to be in LeBron's shadow. Okay, you want to go to L.A.? Go to the Clippers. Fine. Be a waste of talent in the Clippers. Make make two hundred million dollars there next off season and just do whatever you wanna do, Kawhi. Whatever. If you don't wanna win, if you don't want to use that talent you have to win basketball games, go play for the Clippers. But it just makes the most sense. He sounds like a loser to me. You're saying that if Boston or seventy sixers trade for you, you're not gonna re sign with them. <laughs> you're really not going to. You're a loser. You're a loser, Kawhi Leonard. Go to the Clippers. They're a loser fucking franchise, too, so that'll work out great. The throw-in team I have here is the Miami Heat. Why are they not getting talked? I think it's more about the assets they have. They don't have many tradable assets, but Kawhi Leonard to the Miami Heat, I mean, they're a big market. He wants a big market, and he's going to have his team. It's not like Dwayne Wade's in his prime. He's it's It's his team if he goes there. He's gonna, and Miami Heat fans are some of the best fans in the NBA. Some of the best fans in the NBA. They they get loud in there. I think Kawhi Leonard would like it there. I really think he would. I think they need to be talked about more. They need to trade for some assets, and then they're in they're in the clear for a Kawhi Leonard situation. So where, I just don't know really if he's going to get traded this offseason I really hope he does it would make the NBA interesting a little bit more interesting than it is right now but I I think this is a weird situation one of the weirdest in NBA history and uh let's just go to this next topic I got right here Kevin Love Kevin Love you know LeBron leaving Cleveland Cleveland doesn't really have a winning team right now in the East, maybe they're a 6-seed, 8-seed. But Kevin Love is a great player. He's in his prime. And he's he's a very tradable asset. I mean, Cleveland's got to look at that and go, okay, we have Kevin Love. We trade for a few draft picks and a young player. We put him with Sexton, Tristan Thompson. And we got we got something brewing there for the future. So... Let's look at the teams that I think that can trade for Kevin Love. Here, let's go off the first team. We got the San Antonio Spurs. This is all based off of if Kawhi stays in San Antonio for the year. If you put LaMarcus Aldridge and Kevin Love on the same team with Kawhi Leonard, I think that is something we've really never seen. We haven't seen two dominant bigs that are based off of the three-point line and mid-range line going at it together. We've seen the stifled towers. We've seen tilted, you know, like we've seen all these things, these two centers, these two bigs that can just block shots, get rebounds. We haven't seen guys that can just shoot threes and are skilled. I think that'd be really fun to watch. I really do. So the Spurs, maybe they put Jamal Murray in the package maybe they throw in uh, maybe they throw in a young I mean a young an old veteran like Manu Ginobili to help Sexton develop in there I don't know if the Spurs would trade Ginobili like that but I don't know anything's possible Tony Parker just left let's go to our next team right here and it is the Boston Celtics again you know they're always here the Boston Celtics are always always here when that big player is on the market but this player just it seems right it seems like the celtics are made for kevin love it's a perfect system perfect system for kevin love we it's this system is based off of getting bigs the ball and letting them play make in the post up or setting screens and popping out for a three al horford's been doing it all year All seasons, he's been there. He's been there for two years. He's been popping threes, and he's been in the post where Kevin Love is actually an underrated player, and he's been working. That's why I think the Celtics need to go for Kevin Love if they're serious about their finals chances. If they're serious about their finals chances, they need to get Kevin Love. I'm going to go to my next team here, the Los Angeles Lakers. This team is a little... I just... I can't see it happening based off of... LeBron and Kevin Love obviously didn't work already. They didn't work. Um, As you could tell from this year, LeBron treats Kevin Love like he's... Like he's Kyle Korver. He has him spotting up for threes and standing on the three-point line. Kevin Love put up a 30-30 game. He's a big man who can occasionally shoot a three maybe three or four a game, all right? I'm not, he's not a spot-up shooter. He's not a Kyle Korver. So if they can make that work, you know, Kevin Love went to college at UCLA. I just, I can see the fit. I just, LeBron and Kevin Love have to figure it out. Maybe they're friends. We don't know if they're best friends. We haven't really heard much of it, but that could be a whole story. Oh, Let's go to our uh, next team here. This is our last team for Kevin Love, I think this is the last team that could really compete for him, it's the Oklahoma City Thunder, Oklahoma City, you know, they got a couple tradable assets, they got a Steven Adams, I think they'd like to keep Steven Adams, but they got Steven Adams, they just freed up a lot of space getting rid of Carmelo, we, they they got rid of his trash contract, they're about to get rid of his trash contract. He's going and talking to Houston right now. They're fine with that. Kevin Love, put him in. Let's say they trade um, Grant, Roberson, two first and Adams for Kevin Love. That's what I think would happen. Maybe Adams isn't put in there. I think they'd want to keep him. I don't know. But Kevin Love is just the, the Oklahoma City Thunder are a couple players away from being better than the Lakers and the Rockets in the West. So Kevin Love just boosts their chances so much more because they'll have Russell Westbrook, Paul George, Kevin Love, maybe Steven Adams. Does It depends on the trade there. And Kevin Love makes that team a real contender. Maybe after DeMarcus Cousins leaves the Warriors. Maybe next year. But Kevin Love makes them a contender. I'm going to go. If I had to pick a team that Kevin Love is going to, I would I would have to say the Celtics. I would have to say the Celtics. I think the only thing stopping that is Dan Gilbert not wanting to get fleeced by uh, Danny Ainge here again. Uh, Dan Gilbert got fleeced last summer for Kyrie Irving fleeced even if Kyrie leaves Boston (laughs) Boston killed that trade (laughs) I'm uh I'm gonna go to our our next topic here we got the WNBA coming out here and the WNBA is uh saying they want to get paid more uh Asia Wilson and Caleb McBride advocate for better pay this is by uh, thereviewjournal.com. I'll give them. A sh- I'll give them the link in the bio. Um, but so thereviewjournal.com has the aces Asia Wilson and Kayla McBride advocating for better pay. Here's what Asia Wilson says. Asia Wilson confirms. She says 154 million, referring to LeBron, must be nice. We out here looking for an M but Lord, let me get back in my lane. We got Kayla McBride adding, I don't want to hear anything or anyone else who walk in my shoes every day talking about salary in the WNBA. We deserve more, period. If you don't like it or watch it or whatever, stay in your lane, homie, because you're not out here hooping every night like I am. So we got these two players talking about they want more pay, Okay. Make more revenue. It's that simple. I don't know what you guys are complaining about. do Do you want Do you want players to give away money? do Do you want the NBA to give you money? No, I know you guys don't. You have too much pride for that. Okay, why don't you guys, like, earn more revenue, for your your franchise, and maybe you'll you'll get money, because. It's they're they're acting like the money grows on trees, and the owners are like, here, I'll give you a million dollars. Yeah, play money. No, they're gonna give you. Everyone gets a percentage of what the league makes. Your your salary is based off of what the league makes. Here, the WNBA last season made twenty five million dollars. The NBA made seven point four billion dollars. Seven point four billion. How much? T- I I can't advocate this enough. The, the the money's not growing on trees. WNBA women, it's not. You guys need to understand that the reason the NBA players make that money is because people are just drawn to the NBA more. We're not saying you don't have game. WNBA players can whoop anyone else's ass. They can come down here and 21-0 me right now, but it's just the fact that you guys—it's more fundamental basketball, and it's just not as entertaining. It's not your fault. It's just the way you guys play. I—I want—I really want to know someone that would rather watch the WNBA than the NBA. I just—I'm more drawn to the NBA because. It's more of the flashiness in the plays and like, wow, I can't do that. That's amazing what they're doing. I, it's just the WNBA doesn't have any of that. They, they're, they're good players. I'm not going to give you – they're the best at what they do, and I, and I respect them 100%. It's just the fact that you guys don't bring in as much revenue because people aren't watching. You want more people to watch? Okay, bring another element to your game make it more exciting for us to watch and we will watch it it's not like we're we're not watching because you're women don't don't pull that card it's just not as entertaining as the NBA I think I could name maybe five WNBA players right now I do have a team I like the Phoenix Mercury I do like Brittany Griner because she's flashy she can dunk that's just my opinion. It's not like I'm going to go watch a Phoenix Mercury game. But I I I like watching Britney Griner highlights. I'm fine with that. It's just, <clears throat> I don't know. The WNBA players, they're starting to make me sick with all these accusations. Like men are making more, oh, it's a wage gap. No, it's what you're bringing in. Are you bringing in more money? If you were bringing in more money than the NBA, I don't think NBA players would be crying about, oh, WNBA makes more money. No, we just got to make more for our league. I'm going to go to my next topic here. Excuse me. So we got NBA free agency predictions. Coming up, I just want to drop my number, 603-560-4979, you know, call me, I didn't get any calls last show, but uh, I'm looking forward, if you guys want to give me a call, if you want to talk NBA basketball, if you just want to give a thought, I'll write it down, I'll shout you out, I'll do anything, give me an Instagram page, I'll shout it out, you know, Uh, I know only like tens of people are watching, but You know, it'd mean a lot, so just give me a call, 603-560-4979, and uh, let's make it happen. This would be the time uh, I'd be reading off ads if uh, I was getting millions of views right now, but I'm not. I got a long way to go. (laughs) I'm I'm here for the long haul, though, guys, so we got free agency predictions. I got Isaiah Thomas first. Where do I think he's going to go? And he's had talks with the Orlando Magic. Isaiah Thomas has been talking with the Orlando Magic lately. He I've heard that the discussions have simmered since and Isaiah and the Magic are way off on the years. Isaiah wants multi-year, the Magic just want to do a year and um you know they're they're around the same they they're, they were thinking 15 million million Isaiah still thinks they need to bring the Brinks truck And it's just sad He he goes from 29 points a game If he was the free agent last summer It's a guarantee he's getting a max deal It's a guarantee Whether it's the Celtics, whether it's the Lakers Whether it was the Magic It was a guarantee he was getting a max deal Which is just a sad deal So, Where do I think he's going to go? Well, The Orlando Magic have just come out with a statement Saying that their roster is set is pretty much set. They're not going to make any big moves, and Isaiah Thomas would be a big move. So, I'm excluding the Magic right now. Who do I think Isaiah Thomas is going to? I've been saying this since last summer. I've been saying this ever since Isaiah Thomas was traded to the Cavs. I knew he wasn't staying in Cleveland. What have I been saying? Go play with the Detroit Pistons. This was before Blake Griffin, I thought. Go play with the Detroit Pistons now. It makes even more sense with Blake Griffin. So you're going to put in Isaiah Thomas, a scoring guard. Reggie Jackson has been shit. Reggie Jackson has been shooting bricks. And you put in Isaiah Thomas next to a Stanley Johnson, a defensive stud. you got Blake Griffin at your power forward and DeAndre... I mean, Andre Drummond as your center. I think that team top three team in the East. I think they knock out the Raptors. I think the Raptors are four, Pistons are three with that move. Because Stanley Johnson, I I see a lot from Stanley Johnson. I think he's going to develop his offensive game this season, and I think he's going to be a 15 points per game scorer, like a Jay Crowder. He's going to give you great defense on the other side of the ball. And I just think Isaiah Thomas would fit him perfectly with that squad. I think he's putting up, 22 23 points a game again with andre drummond and him in the pick and roll Maybe blake griffin in the pick and roll pick and pop I, I Like that move right there isaiah thomas to pistons. That's my call. I'm gonna move on to my next player Jabari Parker Now I haven't heard any news from Jabari Parker I feel like teams are just scared of him based off of how many injuries he's had but he's such a good player He's going to require a lot of money to sign, whether it's he's going to sign a a one-year deal for a lot, or he's going to sign a multi-year deal. What I think is going to happen, it's eventually going to be a one-year deal. I think it's going to take a little bit. He's going to sign a one-year deal, a prove-himself deal that he can stay healthy, and next summer he's going to go in, he's going to get a max deal if he stays healthy. What's the team? What team do I think he's signing with right now? It'd be simple. Go back to Milwaukee. Play with Giannis Antetokounmpo. Go back and play with Eric Bledsoe. Go back and play with Sterling Brown and Chris Milton. That team, that team, Matthew Vadova, you know, Dawn Maker. That team is a pr- very good team in the East. They were young last year. They were young. They're 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 my four team right now in the East. And this year, I think that they're going to develop so much more just based off of Giannis getting his first ever taste of postseason play when he's that MVP guy, he's that that guy on a team carrying his squad to the playoffs. He he took the Celtics 7 games. People are saying, "Oh, they didn't have Kyrie and Gordon. That same team took the Cavs 7 games and almost went to the finals and went straight through Philly, busted the ass, straight through Philly, the Bucks are for real, Chris Middleton, I mean Jabari Parker, go back to the Bucks. my next player that I'm going to be talking about, Marcus Smart, where do I think Marcus Smart is going to go, well he was just talking with the Brooklyn, he was just talking with the Brooklyn Nets, earlier today, so he's got a team. This I think this is the first team he's been talking with. You know the Kings are set to talk with him. I think later this week. I think Thursday they're set to talk with him. They got two more teams, I guess that they haven't announced he's gonna try to go to get an interview with. But um, yeah. So what do I what do I think Marcus Smart's gonna go? Well, the first option I gave yesterday was uh. Marcus Smart, just sign the qualifying offer, get your big bucks next offseason. I think that's a lot of a lot of restricted free agents this summer can make a smart move by going that path, signing the qualifying offer, getting your money next offseason, and uh being on your way. So what do I think Marcus Smart's gonna do? The Brooklyn Nets are one of the most stupid franchises we have in the NBA. He has a meeting with them, and I think they were talking big bucks. I don't think Marcus Smart's having a meeting with the Nets unless it's about big bucks. And the Nets have a lot of cap space. They make a lot of dumb moves. And if the Nets prepare an offer of $60 million or more, Marcus Smart is going to go to the Nets, which is the smart move. I don't blame Marcus Smart. Get your money. Get your money, Marcus Smart. I know. We are going to miss you. We are going to miss you in Boston. I'm a Boston fan, by the way. But go get your money. Go to Brooklyn. You know, just suffer through those four years and then go play for a winner. Go get that ring. Maybe you go to the new super team in four years. Maybe that's still the Warriors. Maybe it's the Lakers. Maybe it's the Celtics again. Maybe the 76ers, Miami Heat. They get Kawhi, you know, it's just you got to get that money now. Think about championships later. You can always get championships. Small time to get money. My last player I'm going to be talking about in this show, Clint Capella. Here's another player, is getting a little bit more buzz than uh, Jabari Parker. You know, he's a restricted free agent, and he's had talks with the Suns. Those went nowhere. I heard, you know. Mavericks were in it before they got DeAndre Jordan. But now they obviously are out of it. You know, DeAndre and Clint Capella would not work in today's NBA. (laughs) Oh, that would totally not work. Oh, my God. I'm not even going to get into that. But what do I think Clint Capella is going to do? I think the Rockets and Clint Capella, Clint Capella is way too important to the Rockets. They know they just signed Chris Paul to forty million a year, they need to keep Cinkapella if they're going to stay competitive. So they're going to overpay for him. They're going to—he's an unskilled center. You know, he just gets boards, plays defense, and dunks the ball. And they're going to overpay for him. They're going to give him his hundred million, and that's that's my prediction. They're going to give him his money, and the Rockets will be contenders next year. Not for finals, because everyone knows the Warriors are winning the finals. Click Capella, go get your money as well. All right, moving on to my next topic. If you made it this far, thank you. You know, I appreciate all of you, and I hope you're enjoying the show. I try to make it as as entertaining as possible. I know I'm making a lot of rookie mistakes, but I'm learning. You know, I um, and I just appreciate you guys. This is what I want to do for a living. When I'm older, I'm. I'm a 16-year-old kid and I'm just trying to speak my mind about NBA basketball. I just love the sport so much and it means a lot for you guys to be here right now. And I'm going to get into my next topic right here. This is going to be my it's going to be my last topic of the night. I'm going to cut it short here uh but this is a long topic. We're going to talk about LeBron. We heard about his 154 million dollar contract to go to the Lakers. We heard about it. I think if you're, as long as you're not living under a rock, you've heard about this this signing. And it's just, I'm going to be talking about, from a basketball standpoint, I know this LA move was a family standpoint, but from a basketball standpoint, why would LeBron go to LA? Here's why. So here, we got, we got Magic Johnson here with a quote saying, LeBron knows more about the team than I do he was saying Kuz likes to do this and Blank likes to do that it's just amazing that he already knows the team more than I do Magic Johnson saying that tells me two things one Magic Johnson you're clueless Uh, I think I think uh you should know the team more than a player on your team that you're the president of but This also tells me LeBron James didn't come here just to do Space Jam and sit in the hills and watch Bronny grow up until he goes to the NBA and go play with him. This tells me that LeBron is here to win. He is researching all of his players from Kyle Kuzma until Alex Caruso. And he wants to win basketball games. He is not about... Oh, yes, I made it to the playoffs. He's about... I want to get to the finals. He wants to chase Jordan, which I don't think he's going to do, obviously, but he wants to do it. All right. So he's researching his players. He's spending a lot of time, you know, in the computer room, watching film, you know, getting to know all of his players before he plays with them. And here's the weird thing. So the Lakers have thought of a new strategy for players to surround LeBron with, so all of LeBron's career, he's been surrounded by shooters, let's go back to Miami here with uh, Mario Chalmers, Shane Battier, we got Mike Miller, you know, and Chris Bosh, you know, and let's go to Cleveland now, we got Kyle Korver, you got Kyrie Irving for that time, you got Kyle, I mean. Kevin love you have you know rodney hood you got all these shooters and they've always surrounded lebron with shooters which i thought was a great method you got a guy who can drive into the paint draw a second defender you he kicks out he shoots you pass out to a wide open three-point shooter in the nba he's a 70 percent chance he's gonna make that wide open three-pointer and that's what I thought the method was. But the Lakers seem to have a totally new method here. Excuse me. They're they going to go with playmakers to surround LeBron with other than shooters. So the Lakers do have their share of shooters. Kyle Kuzma. You know, Lonzo Bo- Oh, wait. Lonzo Ball's brick. Josh Hart. Brandon Ingram. And they want to set him up with... Playmakers. That's why they brought in Lance Stevenson. You know, Brandon Ingram himself can be a playmaker. They want to get another playmaker. There's been talks about Damian Lillard. We'll get more into that later. But this new method, is it going to work? Is playmakers around LeBron going to work? I mean, he was crying for a, a playmaker back in Cleveland last year. He wanted another playmaker. They got him Derrick Williams. That didn't do shit for the team, but they got him what he wanted. That's why I don't think playmakers will work. How can five playmakers on the floor work out? I just can't see it happening. I'm trying to research it. I'm trying to figure out what the Lakers are thinking. Maybe they're just going, fuck it, like the the Warriors are going to win for the next 20 years. Let's just fucking do something weird. I don't know. We can we can get more into that in the next episode of how playmakers are going to work around LeBron. But I just thought that was weird how LeBron's going to go from shooters to playmakers. The next topic about LeBron to L.A. I'm going to talk about. Will another star come to play with LeBron? I think it will eventually happen. I mean, L.A., is the best city. You got the best player there now. You have it's the best city in America. You got the best player. And like who doesn't want to live in LA? So, who, do I think another star is going going to come? I think so. Is it via free agency or trade? That's where I'm that's where I'm stumped and I don't think LeBron will let the Lakers trade away his assets. I think this Damian Lillard hogwash and DeMar de Rosen hogwash is just is just not true. I mean, I could buy into the DeRozan thing a little bit just based off of the Raptors have tried this thing over and over, the same team, same coach. It doesn't work. So trade DeMar de Rosen. Trade Kyle Lowry to another team. Start over. I think that's what the Raptors are going to have to accept soon. Because you got the Celtics up and coming. You got the 76ers up and coming. The Raptors need to start the whole thing over. And they need to start fresh. No DeMar DeRozan. No Kyle Lowry. And they need to just build from the ground up. So... What do I think about LeBron gaining another star? I think it's going to happen. I think either DeMarcus Cousins, uh, a Kevin Love, a DeMar DeRozan, a um, maybe even, like, would you consider Carmelo Anthony a star? No. But is he going to go there? There's There's a big possibility Carmelo Anthony goes to L.A. No, there's reports, obviously, he's meeting with Houston right now. But he's not a star. I am not considering Carmelo Anthony a star. But it's a start. It's a player that wants to go play with LeBron in L.A. So do I think a star is coming? Yes. Do I know who? I really don't know yet. I think if DeMar DeRozan was a free agent, it would be a perfect spot. But DeMar DeRozan isn't a free agent. DeMar DeRozan needs to be traded for, and you have to give up those valuable young players you have to get DeMar DeRozan. So, let's go back here. Do I think LeBron will gain a star? Yes. Do I know who it is? No. And that is really all I'm going to have for you guys on the show today. Thank you guys for listening I'll be back tomorrow with another podcast. We will be discussing Carmelo Anthony's destination tomorrow, and we will get into some more news that I've heard that is really, I, I just can't wait to talk about. So thank you guys for listening here on Anchor. I'm Brian Collins with Basket Bros here. See you tomorrow.